Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Pam Holland of Mindful Decluttering and Organizing. She is the founder, owner, and chief bottle washer of a professional home organizing and productivity business, Mindful Decluttering and Organizing. Since 2005, Pam has delighted in helping women in transition free themselves from physical, mental, and psychological clutter so that their product productivity and creativity can grow and flourish. Her services include virtual organizing, affordable group programs, and time transformation services. You can learn more about this at clutterfreenow.com. And Pam also has a Facebook group um, that you can go to, and that's called Declutter Your Life, Free Your Spirit. And that's the Facebook group. So welcome, Pam. How are you today? I'm excited to be here. And we're excited to have you because this is a really important topic for almost everyone. I think <laughs> almost everyone deals with it to one extent or another. So yeah. clutter's a problem that most of us contend with on a daily basis, even if it's just new things coming into the house or all of the mail that we get. But let's start with some of the misconceptions or myths of clutter and disorganization. Well, one is that there, I want people to understand that there is no once and for all. I wish there was. Yes. I wish that I could say, Terry, this is the way you need to do it. And once you do that, it'll, it'll be done. Right. Life changes, your priorities change, things you might need to help other folks in your family. You know, you're not going to be able to keep up with it all at the same level all the time. Right. So, <clears throat> It requires, um, you know, not constant, but conscious, mindful attention right. throughout your day, throughout right. your day. <clears throat> and a lot of the people in my group courses um, say that after be becoming more mindful of things and seeing it, sometimes we don't even see things. It's like we don't even see it. It's like one of my clients says there's an invisible film over it. Right. But when somebody's coming to visit, for example, you're like, oh, my God, they can't be here. So, uh, so then, then you I'm guilty attention. of that. I must say I'm guilty <laughs> well, of that. Well, I think we all are. And so anyway, um, not to go on and on too much about that, but um, just to know that there's nothing wrong with you if it creeps back in mm -hmm. and you need to do it again. Yep. You know, it's just like anything else. You know, you're building that muscle. You're building that decluttering muscle. You're learning how to make it a habit. Right. Absolutely. There's no, no once and for all. Darn um, it. Also, as we were talking about earlier, <clears throat> there's no one way. There's no one right way to, to organize or to declutter. But primarily, uh -huh. we think about that when we talk about organizing. You mentioned, Terry, that 
you need to see things yes. in order for them to be in your consciousness. Right. So it's not going to work for you to stick your, your information that you need for your next podcast away in yep. a hidden file drawer. You're going to need something, you know, on your desktop that you can reach easily, or maybe you have it on your computer. But mm-hmm. a lot of us boomers are still a little bit attached to paper. <clears throat> I and am definitely attached to paper. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. And then um, I'll try to stop at three for now, even though I could, I could go with more. But the, the other thing I want people to know is that um, you don't have to be born with the organizing or decluttering gene. I was lucky enough that my mom passed it down to me. Now, my father's a whole different story. But he saw the potential in things, but um, but um, it can be learned. It can be taught. It can be learned just like any skill. It is transferable. So there is hope. I want people to know that there is hope no matter how long it's been a problem for you. That's good to know because it has been a problem for like 20 years for me. We bought this house and it was only a little rancher. So we couldn't unpack right away. We had to add on a second floor. We bumped out and put a whole big family room on, but we couldn't really organize to all that was done. And it took at least six years. By the time we moved in, when we first moved in, builders were all busy. We couldn't get anyone to do the work. Then we finally got someone to do the work. But then my husband, who's in construction, wanted to do all the finish work. So that meant it was going to take much longer because he had to work during the day and finish on weekends and nights and that kind of thing. So it took much, much longer. And I kept moving my office, my real estate office, moved it several times. But what I didn't do is move the files with it. I just started new files. So now Mm -hmm. as I'm going through getting ready to leave uh, to move to Florida, I'm going through old files and I've got three and four and five of different sheets, like, uh, you know, um, things that I might need, um, um, all kinds of information for real estate that I share with my buyers, but I have three and four and five different places that I had it and I didn't need it there. So I'm going through recycling all of that. But if I we had moved in and I had one office, it wouldn't have happened, but it did. And then I was so busy learning my new job because I started real estate like right before we started the addition. So it was working on an addition, starting a new job, learning your craft. And it was just a lot all at once. And we're on a two and a quarter acre property, which is a lot of work. And I did the outside work. So it was a lot of overwhelm. So it's been overwhelmed for 20 years. Time to move out. It's way too much at this point. I'm going to be 73 in July. My husband just turned 77, I think 77 or 78. And so it's way too much. We got to move out. So now in my mind, when we bought the property, I thought we would move out when I was 70 and he was 75, but that's kind of when COVID hit. And then we just got lulled into like not working real hard to organize and get rid of stuff, which is what we should have done at that point. But, you know, it was so upsetting and it was so different. We had never been hit with anything like COVID that I didn't really work on organizing, getting rid of things as much as I should. But after COVID, I started. I've been doing this for over a year. I want to pause for a moment. Okay, go ahead. And suggest that you change should to could. Okay. 
<laughs> you could have. I could have. And right? you did not for right. many very good reasons. Yep. There was a lot, a lot of people say that to me during yeah. COVID. I should have. I, I wanted to. I planned to. But it was upsetting. And there was a lot of emotional. Yes. There was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of trauma. Yep. Yeah. So we we just need to give ourselves grace when yes. we're in those situations. Right. And you know, it, it, decluttering at that time, at a time when you're under emotional stress, might not be the best time. Then again, for some people, it might actually lift your spirits. Because one thing I want to make sure I share with the listeners is that your energy, your life force energy is actually connected in in small ways and large to everything in your home, in your car, in your briefcase, in your purse. Yes. Oh, my if God. You, if you feel overwhelmed, just start with your purse. Ah, <laughs> just declutter your purse or, or, or your junk drawer. Right. But um, what I'm going to say is there's little tiny energetic strands of energy that connect us to each and everything in, in our lives. Now, if those are things that we love, that's great. That lifts right. our spirits. Right. If those are things that we feel guilty about, we're holding on to it because we should. There's that word again. There you go. Um, yep. Then that is not serving us. That is not serving you if you're holding on to things because you feel like you should or you ought to. Right. Right. I'm not. I'm I'm going through and I'm only bringing things I really love because we'll be in a much smaller house in Florida. I'm not even bringing most of my furniture because furniture down there is different. And some of the houses in the villages where I'm going, they come furnished. Sometimes mm. it's someone who was renting it out and now they're selling it and they leave all the furniture, which is fine. I'll deal with it and then I'll replace it piece by piece as I want to. So yeah. I'm not bringing any beds. I'm going to get new mattresses down there. My mattresses are old. Throw them out and I'll get new beds when I'm down there. I'm not bringing my dining room set. I probably won't have a big dining room down there. So I already know that I've got to let go of some of these things, which is good. It's good. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm learning only. Only bring things that you really love, but they also have to be organized because I understand what you're saying about that energy. So I do get a little overwhelmed looking at things, even though they are things I might love. When you've got too many books and magazines yeah. piled on your coffee table, it is a little overwhelming. So I do want to be way more decluttered and organized. I want to put my books on a shelf and I'll have a shelf just for the books that I'm reading now. And I and when you're in a small house, it's easy. You run in the bedroom and you grab it. I'm in a big house right now. So I'm 3,500 square feet. I have to either run up to the library or I down to the basement or up to one of the bedrooms. We're so spread out. And I have doubles of a lot of things upstairs so I don't have to keep running up and down the steps. So I won't need any of that when I'm in a rancher in Florida. So, and how funny yeah. is it? I changed this rancher to a two floor and now I'm going back to a rancher. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Life changes. And it does. You know, in, in your current situation, it has been useful to have more than one of something. Yes. And in yes. your smaller home, you won't need that. I won't. So, you know, some of the questions that, that I commonly ask people are, you know, do you love it? Do you use it? Do you have a better one? Right. And what would be the worst thing that happened if you got rid of it? So that's I wanted to idea. just share those uh 
I call them guiding questions. And there's different varieties of them, different organizers talk about. And of course, Marie Kondo talks about, does it spark joy, which is similar to, do you love it? And um, a little bit sweeter. Um, But um, (laughs) so, um, you know, those guiding questions might be useful. And I'll just mention, I know we're going to share links to all of my, you know, social media places and my website. But I will mention that on my blog, which I've been active on my blog for probably at least, I don't know, seven or eight years now, there's all kinds of information. You can find those guiding questions. Uh, You can find, you can search, you can find um, just about anything. And um, also I've been having fun um, on my YouTube channel and uh, just just now I uploaded one called um, What I Wish Everyone Knew About uh, Clutter and Disorganization. So for your your uh, audio listeners or your I mean, the YouTubes that I do, sometimes they're live. So you see me. Right. Uh, but uh, mostly it's an audio experience. Um, and then some people are going to prefer reading. Some people are going to prefer yes. you know, blog. Right. And and uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, uh, still liking paper, which I'm the same way. I like to read things. I want my book in my hand. Yeah, because my yeah, kids yeah. keep saying, send them away, get them digitized. I go, I don't want them. Because again, I have books that I bought online and I forget they're there and I don't read them. It's not good yeah. for me. It doesn't work for me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a real a book person. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of people who are and and I'll give one one tip for books and really for anything that you feel like you might have more than you need of. Mm-hmm. And I have blog posts about this too and I've probably talked about it in a video and that is start with the treasures. Mhm. So you you go to that closet and you go, oh, I ought to get rid of some of the stuff in the closet. It's too much. I can't even find anything. And I'm moving to Florida and I'm not going to need all this stuff. But instead of approaching it that way, look at those things. And if you can, like just, you know, spread, be near a bed or something, spread out a sheet if you, if you're worried about dust or anything. And then just start pulling out the things that you absolutely love mm-hmm. that you would not in ever, ever Get rid consider of. getting rid of. Mm-hmm. And this is very, very good technique to use for books. Um, oh, and, and we there have might tons be some things of books. that you use. There might be some things that maybe you don't adore. Maybe they don't spark joy exactly, but you might need it. You know, you might need a black dress for that funeral. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So you can keep those things as well, you know, and then just look at the rest Mm -hmm. and like, what's what, you know, just take, might want to take a break at that point and and walk outside for a little bit (laughs) so as not to get overwhelmed. But then you can come back and you can look at those things that are left with a different mm-hmm. view because you know that you've got the things that you love. You know that you've got the things that you need. Mm-hmm. And then you can assess what's left with a little bit of a different viewpoint. 
Yes. And what I'm doing is getting rid of anything that's too big because I plan on losing weight in Florida, not get, I'll be able to walk a lot more. And I've been able recently, like I would say in the last five years, I've been very steady with my weight before every year it was another five pounds, another five. It was horrible, Mm -hmm. but my weight has been steady. But when I go to Florida, I'll be exercising a lot more. So anything too big has to go. And I found it helpful to do it in stages. I went through and got rid of stuff. Then I went through again. Yes. And then I went through again because you're not always ready to get rid of everything right up front. So I got rid of bags already, but I still, before I move, will get rid of more. So that's a really good point. A really good point that we're, we're, we're not done and we haven't failed if we didn't get rid of everything in the first pass because life is a journey. Decluttering is a journey. Right. You feel attached to things the moment you first time you look at them. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, as you go along a little ways, I can tell you a story about that. You get that more too. ready to let go as you've done the big bag or two. Yeah. And then you wait a week and you do it again. You're more willing to let go again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And part of that is because you've freed up your energy by getting yes. rid. You have more mind, you know, you've got rid of some mind clutter so you can think more clearly and make right. decisions more clearly. Right. But I had, this was before I was a professional organizer, I had these beautiful skirts, bought them in Scotland when I went with a girlfriend, wore them to work for a little while, left that job, put them in my attic. You know, I was going to take them. Right. I was going to take them to a specific place. This is my lesson here. I was going to take them to Suited for Change. I lived in Maryland at the time. I was going to take them to Suited for Change in D.C. That was a very noble goal. Right. It did not happen. Right. It did not happen. I don't know how long they were up there. I wasn't <laughs> keeping track, thank goodness. Right. But I went up there and I looked at those things and I thought, you know, if I leave these here, moths are going to get them. Nobody's right. going to be able to use them. I just said to myself, I'm going to trust the universe to get these skirts to someone who can use them, someone who will love them. And I just took them to Value Village. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, you need to trust. And also when you're letting go of something, trust that if you need it, it will come back to you. Yes. Maybe in a better form. Yes, true. Well, I had suits that I wore to work years ago. They're really old suits, but they're really good suits. And oh my God, the waist is like this tiny. I'm like, <laughs> I was ever that small. So they're really, but they're I think they're cute, but I gave them the goodwill because there might be someone that even though they're outdated, they go, I really like that suit. And, uh, you know, and women don't even wear suits as much, but maybe on special occasions they will. So they all went to goodwill. They should have gone to goodwill years ago. But again, because we moved in and we were adding on and I just kept it in the closet. I had room and I didn't think about it. So, which is not good. We need to keep things in front of our minds sometimes. Don't block it out. It's there because my family's laughing at me now. They go, Terry, we knew you had a lot to go through and you were just in La La Land pretending it wasn't all there. And now I'm dealing with it. So they just think it's the funniest thing because they knew how much work I had to do. But again, like you say, you kind of block it out. You're doing your day to day. You're busy. You pretend it's not there. Believe me, it's there. It's better to Mm -hmm. deal with it. And like if you're not even getting ready to move, just deal with it one closet at a time. Just say, I'm just going to do this closet or half of the closet this weekend when I have a little extra time or just 
a kitchen drawer, maybe just anything, just do it little by little. When, like I said, when we first moved in here, we couldn't unpack everything. So I went out and bought new stuff and then I unpacked and there was that teapot. I knew I had, but I couldn't find it. So I'm getting rid of all those doubles and triples and, oh my God, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. We're moving on. And when we get to a small house, I will work at it all the time to keep it organized because it is important. It well, it's a great opportunity. It's yeah. a great opportunity moving is, and it can be very, very stressful. It's on all the top lists of the most right. stressful things. It's in very life. stressful. Yes. And it is also an opportunity. And I think if, if we can keep reminding ourselves of right. what an opportunity it is. Right. And I, I just wanted to mention when you were talking about maybe do a closet, do a drawer, and that is one way to do it. Another way to do it is just spend 15 minutes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yep. And I would say set a timer, Mm -hmm. particularly if you're um, experiencing resistance to doing it for 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. If you set the timer and you say, I only have to do it for 15 minutes, I'm only going to do it for 15 minutes. I can do that. Right. It can help with procrastination. And then what will often happen is you start to feel that freedom, that freeing up of that energy, and you'll want to go longer. Yes. And catch there is to keep resetting the timer so that you don't end up missing your next appointment. There you go. Oh, my God. (laughs) So timers are our friends. That's a great idea. We have them on our phones. We have them on our, you know. We do. (laughs) That is a great idea. And, you know, the good thing about me moving to Florida is I know I can't take everything with me. Had we moved local, I probably would have taken a lot more of this crap with me, which is not yeah, good. Yeah. So it's yeah, good yeah. that we're going to Florida because it's very expensive to move everything. Yes. So I've got one pod almost filled and then we'll take another small truck with the everyday stuff that we need. But yeah. if I was moving local, I would have tended to say, oh, I can bring those books with me and oh, I'll bring those plants with me. I'm giving away plant. I love plants. Yeah. Some of them have to come with me, but not, they can't all. So I, I, it's good that I'm moving that far because otherwise I would have, I would have taken more junk with me that I shouldn't be taking. So yeah. 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 Like you said, it's going to free up energy and I want that energy in Florida to meet people and have fun and be out exercising. So that's what I want to do when I get down there. Yes. Yes. That's a great frame of mind to go down there with a great intention. Yes. Um, and, and just speaking of intention, I will also mention, and I do have, you know, um, blog posts and whatnot that sort of outline this in order. But one of the first things that I suggest that someone do when they're beginning to declutter a space or a, or a pile of papers or whatever is be clear about their intention. What is my intention here? Mm-hmm. Is my intention to um, get it all filed? Is my intention to find something in particular? Is my intention to create a better system so that I don't end up with these piles? Um, You know, there's, and with your clothes, you know, is my intention just to pull out all the things that are too small? You know, be clear about what your goal is for that specific session, if we want to call it that. And then you can, you're more likely to achieve success right? if you're clear about what it is, what success looks like. That's true. What is success going to look like when I'm at the end of this? Right. 
And I'm already feeling good walking around the house because places that had boxes sitting there that I've gotten rid of boxes and boxes and boxes of books, it feels really good to have them out of the house. So I wasn't reading most of them. Why did I have them? I don't know. But, you know, the kids left books behind tech, old textbooks. I had all kinds of stuff. So I've gotten rid of boxes and and it does. It feels good. You feel lighter. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly right. I have a question. When you do group sessions, how do you work them? How do you do a group session? Well, the thing about working in a group, it's really magical because uh, one of my clients who was also a friend and I'd worked with her in person and virtually, what she said when she came to the group was, I'm looking at all these other women and they're like wonderful women. Right. Yeah. Professional, smart women. Yes. And they have this same challenge that I have. Yes. That makes me feel so much better to know that I'm not alone. That's good. Yeah. Uh, So basically, you know, it's it's like a little course and and I do some teaching. Mm -hmm. But what I love about it even more than the teaching, because you can get this information on the internet. You don't need to come to me for right. information, even though I hope I have a, a little bit of a different spin on it. Right. But, but you come for the community. Yes. And for the accountability. Yes. Absolutely. Because you can say to someone in that group, okay, I've been putting this off, but now, you know, since you're all, you're all going to do things that you don't want right. to do. Right. We're going to do it together. And then I'll post in my Slack community or in my Facebook group. Um, you know, I can share with others in the group how things are going because nobody in your household probably cares. No, they don't. No, <laughs> they don't. So it's nice to have. And that's another thing about just working with a professional organizer one on one is that, you know, they will give you that accountability and that support and that, um, help you celebrate yes your little tiny successes and it's so just nice the groups and we it's celebrate. just nice to have somebody there with you you're not doing it alone yes like it's nice to have someone oh that's great you did that really well let's move over here and try this now it's just nice to have that support because yes. no one else is going to give it to us right yes our yes. husbands aren't our kids aren't like my kids yes. love to come in here and just throw everything out and yes. that's so I haven't had them over too much because I want to get my treasures out first and then they can come and help me throw everything out. There'll be plenty for them to throw out. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it it is nice to have someone with you, though. So yeah. I think that's the advantage of hiring someone like you. You've got someone, even if it's virtual, you have someone there. You can say, OK, what do you think about this or how how can I do this better? And, you know, especially with organizing and you're right there, it's someone to talk to. It's yeah. all about engaging with people. We don't yeah. do that enough in our society. We're always yeah. alone doing things alone. And like I said, it's nice to do it with someone somebody. Yes. Yes. So I see that as a big advantage. Yeah. 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 So um, did you have any other questions or should we? I don't think I do. I think we covered a lot. I think that's a lot for my listeners to listen to. So now tell them where they can find you again so that, and I'll have all this information in the show notes. So if you're listening and you're exercising or whatever, it'll be in the show notes, but let us know again where to find you, because I think a lot of people are going to look you up to get those tidbits of information and reminders. Yes. So the, the, um, my business is my, 
Mindful Decluttering and Organizing. My website is clutterfreenow.com. So it's C-L-U-T-T-E-R-F-R-E-E-N-O-W.com. I've never done that like it's on the radio before. Um, so from there, you can find me, you know, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, you can sign up for our newsletter. Um, you know, we have a Facebook group, which is pretty easy to find. I think you mentioned that already. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a nice little community of support. It's a private Facebook group. And, um, I do lives Wednesday mornings, um, at 8 a.m. Mountain time, uh, 10 Eastern standard time. Uh, and those uh, also end up on my YouTube channel eventually. They, they're they not always live on YouTube, but mm-hmm. um, so I'm pretty easy to find. Good. Pretty easy to find. Good. And this will be, uh, this will probably drop, I think we said uh, May 29th. People can listen to you and we'll put it, I'll put it up on my YouTube and I'll send you the recording to put on your YouTube if you want. Okay, cool. Because then people cool. can see awesome. us. Because I awesome. think sometimes it's nice to see the faces. Yes. You know, as yes. we're talking, it's really nice. So, well, I'm glad we connected, Terry. And yes. I wish you all the best for your move Thank and you. your new life in Florida. Yep. And um, thanks to all those who stayed on till the end. Yep. And if you have any questions for me at all, just reach out at Pam at clutterfreenow.com. That's great. I'm glad. And I, this has been an important topic. And and I'll have you on in Florida once I'm down there. Maybe <laughs> okay. we'll do a little virtual organizing in my new house. You can that help sounds with like that. fun. Yes. And, and that way people can hear you again, because like you said, it's an ongoing thing. You have to do a little bit all the time, just junk mail coming in the house. You know, you got to learn to deal with that and get it out. And, you know, there's all kinds of little things. We have so much stuff today that my parents never had when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm one of 11 kids. So we, even with all the school bags and the books and the stuff you did, there was a lot of stuff in the house, but we didn't even have a lot of games or a lot of toys or any of that. Today, kids have everything. So homes are full of junk. So we really need to, once the kids don't need it and they've outgrown it, donate it, get rid of it because you've got to make room for the new stuff. So it is an ongoing thing. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it's a constant, even with boomers, we're going to have to keep on top of it. Oh, mostly. I mean, primarily with boomers, I work really very, a very significant number of my clients are boomers because we've got our parents stuff. Yep. We've got our kids stuff. Yep. They call that the sandwich generation. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that term. You've only heard the term if you are in it, right? <laughs> in right. that generation where right. you've got kids stuff, you've got your maybe two parents worth of stuff. If you're married, I have aunts that died. I have some yes. of their stuff yes. because they were single women, and you know, so I took on some of that. So you're right. We have just so much stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm learning, and I take pictures of a lot of stuff and then give it away. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's good. That's been helpful too. Well, we don't want to overwhelm people. With no, no, no. So we'll, we can go we'll do on. it again when I'm in Florida. But this was a great first session. I know it's going to be helpful for people around the world because people all over the world are listening to this podcast. So it's going to be helpful for everyone. So thank you again for being yeah. a great guest. And we'll look forward to having you again when I'm in Florida. All righty. Sounds good. Thanks, Pam.
We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old. This podcast is sponsored by Premier Podcast Productions. Looking to take your podcast to the next level with video? Are you looking to develop a podcast but don't know where to start? From recording and editing to final distribution and marketing, we can help every step of the way to make your podcast stand out and get the results it deserves. Contact us today at premierpodcastpros.com to take your podcast to the next level.